Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Rune Walking in Modern Times. And sorry, I'm just adjusting a little bit. There we go. Um, today we're talking about um, Burkana or uh, Bjork in Anglo-Saxon. Um, I hope things have gone and are going well for you. Right now it is actually, um, gosh, the last week of November, I guess December's in a couple of days. So, um, hmm. Moving into the winter, it's always nice to be able to be quiet and calm and still, um, in this time of for us in the Northern Hemisphere, um, a time of of quiet and dark. So let's begin with um, a little bit of drumming because I I feel like that is super imperative. So sit back, close your eyes, and. Uh, Let's see if we can call forth uh, Burkana or Bjork. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
right. Um, welcome back. Um, that was a really interesting little, like, two-minute, three-minute journey, wasn't it? Um, so, take a deep breath into your body. Try not to expand your chest upward and kind of uh, bring your shoulders to your ears. Do not do that. Go ahead and open up your diaphragm. Breathe into your belly. And bring in some deep breaths. One more. Okay. If you if you need to pause, hit pause and do a couple more breathing uh, deep breaths to bring yourself back into the space where you're now with Berkana. So as always, in the new, in this, this, I don't know, secondary format, the one that's a little less um, woo-woo, but more uh, I'm passing down the information that has been passed to me. So from my mentors, um, keywords when we're talking about Berkana, Berkana are Bjork, I like that Bjork, uh, our growth and nurturing, um, it looks like um, the breasts of the mother goddess, um, Frigga, Jord, and Laufey would be the deities associated, um, the tree is birch, so Barkana and Bjork actually mean birch. If we're looking for stones to go with it, the moonstone, the color white. Um, if we're talking about maybe some magical uses, we can helping pregnant women, babies, children, making gardens flourish. Um, you can draw on breasts and udders for milk production. Also, you can use it for protecting mothers. The meaning... Uh, it is a rune of fertility, growth and nurturing and self-care. From my other mentor, passing things down, so hopefully um, I, don't, I don't know what I'm hoping, <laughs> so we'll continue. Uh, so, Barkana stands for the birch tree and new beginnings. It's a rune of the mother. She nurtures and feeds as well as destroys. She will eat her young when necessary. And one question that my, my mentor Ingrid asked was, where do you feed off of your energy? Um, where, sorry, where do other people feed off of your energy? Um, super appropriate questions for most of us. Um, 
Where do we go from here? Some of my notes in my book. Um, things that I've experienced. Um, I'm going to start with, forgive me, I'm going to start with how it comes up most in readings, in my working with other people or clients or whomever. It comes up and the energy surrounding Bjork is one of discernment. So most often we are not taught when to let go or how to let go. Um, we're not taught when something has is finished or when something has ended. So with the rune of the mother, the rune of, you know, Burkana, it comes up in readings most of the time when people are having a hard time knowing what in their life to, to nurture and what to cull. So where do I put my time and energy and where, what do I need to get rid of in my life that maybe is not, um, well, I guess the easiest way to put it for me is if your hands are too busy holding the reins from a horse, a dead horse that you are dragging behind you, your hands are not free to carry anything else or do anything else. So for me, that's a a big one um, in a lot of our lives. And I do think, you know, not to use COVID as a, as a big deal, but like, I mean, it is a big deal, but not to, to use it as an, the example, but I think that all of our free time in the last, you know, couple of years because of it has really given us time to either drag that dead horse further. Um, but I do think it has shown quite a few people what they're not, that they're putting their energy into the wrong things. So, um, for me, that's how it comes up most in readings. But, um, other notes from my notebook, or from my workbook, um, in the Futhork, it can it can mean a good but unexpected outcome, um, or a way to get the outcome you desired. Oh, uh, let's see. I really like the concept of uh, of it being um, connected to the birch tree, um, and to my understanding, the birch trees are the first ones to show up after. Um, fire or you know glaciers and what happens is these birch trees they don't fruit but they they um, they're able to reproduce right so 
the tree doesn't fruit, but you still end up having more more trees. But I think what it also then does is shows not shows it's able to create an environment where other things can then grow. So in that aspect, I um, have and can connect it for myself to to um, to Feo or Feu Fehu, and um, in terms of beginnings, new beginnings. Um, I've you can use it as a healing rune. But um, the way it was put to me was um, the weird has to allow it to be used. Uh, it can help with changes. Um, it can help with cleansing energetically and physically. It's a healing growth. This rune also is a connection to your Desir or your your female ancestors and is a way for us to access their strength and knowledge. There's... <laughs> yeah. So, let's look at some of the rest of the workbook. Um... So when we're talking about, um, I mentioned a second ago that the uh, it's effective in integrating changes into your energy body. So your energy body is your fold that paper first is your 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 hama or your your ham your ham. This term refers to your energy or astral body, not your aura. It's the energy body that resides within the confines of your physical body. Some people have a natural ability to shift this energy body for, let's say, excursions into other realms, where a shift helps them fit in better and draw less attention. Some schools of thought believe that it, is, it can cause problems um, if your energy body is a form other than your human form for too long. Uh, also, it is thought that the Hama provides a great service and protects us from being possessed at random. So, uh, I think that's just a nice little addition into there. <laughs> um, there are there are changes that can be need and need to be maybe um, made or upgraded maybe leveling up and um, so working with that rune in that in that way can help with your energy body and making it um, maybe managing it is a good way to put it um, so there is there was a an, an exercise that I really like that is in my workbook and it actually came out of a journey I had for myself. So if you've ever seen a family tree chart, a genealogy chart, it starts out with one line, that's you. Um, it will split into it will split off and go to your mother and your father and then it keeps going back. So the journey that is a was 
that prompted this exercise in my workbook was I was standing as if I was standing on the page. So I'm standing where my name would be. I'm looking across the page and in front of me, my line goes straight out and then it splits right and left and then goes for a little bit and then goes forward again. And that's where my parents' names were and it continues. So in, in my journey, what actually happened is uh, instead of staying on a, a like a two-dimensional plane, when my line left from me and split right and left, it also went down. So it went underneath where the level uh, on which I was standing. And that was a very interesting journey. But in class, when we uh, did this the first time, what happened was for the students during the drum meditation for this, it seemed that they had certain, they weren't spotlights that started to shine down on different spots on, on the family tree, but more I think that was one person's experience, but the other, the other people tended to have them almost like raise up out of, out of the ground or out of the, the paper, wherever they stood and their female ancestors were able to, they were able to, to speak to them and access them and their energy in that way, understanding that they were working with the, with the Burkana to access their Desir. So it was a really great, um, great meditation. So I would recommend that if you are looking to connect with your Desir. Um, so in, in part of my workbook, there was, um, a, there's a part where, uh, I do a dedication to the runes. And part of the ceremony was calling the Desir in. So this is from that. Desir, mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, I offer these gifts to you to honor you, to thank you for your protection, to thank you for your guidance, to thank you for your hard work. I ask that my blood and gifts be accepted, that you might allow your strength knowledge, and power in the healing arts to flow through me in my work. Hail to seer of my blood. Hail to seer of my spirit. I really, um, I think it's important to re remember where our families came from and the people that we came from. Um, and It's important enough to me that I include it in most of my rituals. So, if you would like another little uh, meditation, perhaps draw um, Bjork or Burkana on um, a piece of paper and put it on an altar in front of you. Bring yourself into a meditative state. And ask for help in understanding and seeing what things in your life need to be called, 
and what things need to be nurtured. I think it's very important. Um, I think sometimes we get going and we have to-do lists too much, too much. And we sometimes don't even think about how or if we should be doing certain things. We just do them to do them. So a rune of discernment is how I see this rune often. But it has many other meanings as you've now experienced. So I hope that uh, I hope that you got something out of this episode talking about Barkana or Bjork. And uh, until next time, may your weird be filled with health, wealth, strength, and virility.